Hi, my little love bugs. It is Karen L. And it is Friday. Just in time for the fuckery. So if you're not listening to me on Fridays, you are missing it. This is Feel Good Friday. And if you need your soul sustenance, you should be subscribed and ready to go Friday morning. That's how your soul gets the sustenance from Karen L. So we drop every Friday. You are able to listen to me in the morning on your way to work, maybe in the gym, in your car, whatever you need to get your day started and your soul to feel a little bit revived. I got you. I got you. Uh, This particular episode, we were able to chop it up with the underboss, so he calls himself, Lord Finesse, who's been in the music game for quite some time and has worked with the likes of Big L, uh, Dr. Dre, uh, Biggie Smalls has dropped his own albums, is producing and doing a number of things. And we were able to get together and chop it up and talk about relationships. Go figure. We didn't even talk about music. Um, so you can enjoy this episode. For those of you that are looking, where can I find more? I'm going to tell you at the end of the episode, but I'll tell you now too. If you're sharing with your friends, go ahead and subscribe. We are on iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, and a whole host of others. You can also go to my website if you want to know more about me, www.sayeth, S-A-Y-I-T-H, loud, sayethloud.com. You can stream us there. That's always the best place to go. But you can also find out more about me, take a look at my bio, and book me for any events that you have coming up. Enjoy! Hey guys, this is Carinelle. I'm kicking it with. Why don't you tell them who it is? Ah. Uh, <laughs> ah. Lord Finesse in the building. You know, some people know me as a rapper, some people know me as a producer, some people know me as a DJ. I mean, to make it all just crystal clear, I'm just passionate about music and its entirety. How about that? That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. What, do you have a preference? Like, what do you love the most? Producing or, or making your own music, man. It all comes to me in different, in different ways, you know. I can listen to a record and get an idea, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't even mean like I was listening to get the idea. It just came to me. It just, you know? it just flows like that. So yeah, and that's whether if you wanna play it in a club, whether I got the idea for a song, whether you know, however you look at it. That could be an intro for me to walk out on stage. Like, oh. When did that start? Yeah, when did you know that? Oh wow! Like, what was what was that moment in your life that you were like, I'm gonna I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna do this. And I think it started with me just being around a lot of great producers from Premier to Large Professor to my brother Show. You know, they were producers. And I used to sit around and watch what they do. And then when I got a nice grip of money, you know what? Give me a little setup. And I'm dabbling in a little. How old are you? Um, at that time, 22. So you're pretty young still. Yeah. And it was just like I'm, I'm not a spotlight dude like that, that need that attention. So to be able to produce music and be in the background and still get publishing and royalties, I was happy with that. I was like, word, I could, I, and you know, and I wind up being on 
um, such as, you know, producing for Notorious Big, whether it was started with the Party and Bullshit remix. I wound up doing Suicidal Thoughts. I did another record called Come On. I was on the Born Again album. I wound up working with Dr. Dre. I worked with so many artists yeah. where, you know, the, the royalties and the publishing to this day is a great source of uh, revenue. Nice. <laughs> so what do you do like for fun for fun yeah because if your job is fun then what do you do like for fun fun it's always revolving around music you know um but aside from music it'll probably be shoot village like i like the, oh yeah that's right we gotta play yeah, i don't know why you <laughs> i'm not that bad though i'm really not that bad gotcha. okay Alright, I know where to find you now, so. You never know. But, um, yeah, so what are we gonna talk about? We're we gonna talk about. Talk about what? We're gonna talk about relationships. Life, life, life after divorce. Marriage. Life after marriage. And divorce and bad breakups and. Bad energy. Bad energy. Yeah. We're gonna talk about that. I mean, I think that's, that's valuable just life. I see a lot of people go through it, where they go through horrible relationships, bad baby mothers, whatever you want to call it. I see people go through it and can't handle the ending. You know, I think people forget how valuable they are. They forget what they brought to the table. Well, I know for me, when after I got divorced, um, it was really like you... Uh, have to figure out who you are right because part of your identity becomes like you know i'm a mother i'm a wife i'm a this i'm a that right so so part of your identity is gone you know or the way you look at yourself or consider yourself is gone and so you need to re almost kind of like reinvent yourself recreate yourself um to kind of like deal with that part of your, your life that's changing so for somebody who's in a relationship for me i was married for 11 years so that changes you take that element out and you know it's not to say i'm not the same person but you know life changes things are not the same yeah, anymore before you had to think like you know I'm as a as a as a as a teen right and now you know you're not right. in that relationship no more and you're thinking as a as a as a solo person, you know. I mean, which single. I, which I, <laughs> which I like, but. <laughs> I mean, we all. But I mean, um. See, but that's like, like you said, like you're one of the few that old that came from a 11 year marriage, and now you're single, and you said, "I like it." And we I do. Was, we was talking about how, you know, some people get out of something and want to jump right back into something else, like they. You're looking for shelter or something. You know? I, there's a lot of people I know that, well, the men get out of one relationship and the next thing you know, they moved in with some next chick. So I'm just assuming they, they homeless. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's some, <laughs> because that's you just, some... you just packing your garbage bags and moving them around. Like that's unhealthy. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know, but they, then I also hey, feel like women do it too. Do that around winter time, like how it is right now. <laughs> you don't want to get kicked out of this degrees? weather. Yeah. You don't uh, want to argue when winter time. But at yeah, the same shit, time, I see know. a lot of women too. Like women, they're not moving, but you bre they breaking up with a guy on Monday, and on Tuesday they're like, all right, let me go out and talk to this dude, or let me go talk to that dude, and 
and they think that the fastest way to get over the relationship is get under another dude and that works for about you know as long as you have a drink or smoke a cigarette that's like somebody just getting a quick fix that doesn't fix the fact that like you need to work on yourself and heal from whatever you need to heal from so that you could be healthy to get into a healthy relationship I see people hold on to relationships knowing it's bad, it's not working out, because they talk about time. I've been in here for so much time, and we did this. We got to make it work. No, man, let that, let that I mean, go. I feel like if it don't work, it don't work. Let it go. Like, yeah, because I think when you holding on, it's like you you're defeated. But you I also feel like it's selfish he, and it's cruel. You like, don't think your best days are still ahead of you. You think they're all behind you because you spent this much time with this person. I think it's cruel, mm, though, because yeah. I personally feel, and I put this on oh, <laughs> I put this on another episode, Weak Bitch Tendencies. Um, if someone don't want to be with you no more, why are you holding them hostage? Like, that, to me, that would hurt me more than anything else. If somebody said, I don't want to be with you no more, and I'm forcing them to. I don't want to force nobody. I don't want to force a ponytail. I don't want to force, <laughs> like, a Band-Aid. I don't want to force that popcorn kernel out of my teeth. I don't want to force nothing. Like, why would you want to force somebody to be with you if they don't want to be with you? Like, you, they're never going to be happy. Because when you're in that state, you forget how valuable you are. You forget how special and unique you are and you holding on because at one time this person made you feel like the planet and you still a planet but he just don't appreciate you no not more, but only that be somebody else that appreciates but like you. people evolve over time i really do think that people evolve over time and sometimes who you two are when you meet are not the same people you are five six seven years later like people change and sometimes you need to be honest with yourself and be like, you know what? I still love this person. I care about them, but this not my person anymore. Yeah, you love a person, but you're not in love. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's be mature things, enough you know? to say that instead of saying like, no, let me squeeze the last bit of energy and juice out of this person and out of myself to force something that don't fit. Like, I just don't understand people doing that to themselves or doing it to somebody else. Yeah, I mean, somebody, it's crazy you mention that. Somebody hit me in a DM. And wow, this dude was talking about like suicide. And you know, I don't normally answer no DMs, you know, but I I, I was like I felt like if I ain't answer <laughs> You felt it, compelled to answer. Yeah, and he commits suicide. It's like then damn, maybe I could have said something. I could have said something. But I you know, I told him it was the same thing. I care about this girl. She don't wanna be with me no more. I brought her jewelry and this and that and you know, I got a child, and it's like, look, man, you living for your child now. You ain't living for her. But I also think you people know? think because they have a child. I, I get it. I get it. Ideally, we're taught that mommy and daddy should be together and have a perfect relationship and make it work. And I get it. Because trust me, I stayed in my marriage five years longer because I tried to do that. However, if y'all are unhappy, your kids are going to see you're unhappy. Like, that doesn't, it doesn't change because sometimes that could be more unhealthy. Because yeah, the kids gonna see y'all unhappy. They gonna see how verbally abusive y'all are to each other. Yeah. They gonna see the little conniving and vindictive yeah. stuff y'all do to each other. Yeah. They gonna think 
hey, maybe I need to do that no, when I get older. And, and that's exactly what they do because people emulate the relationships that they see, right? So then your kid is going to be in the same unhealthy relationship that you're in. So then you got to ask yourself, is this something that I would want for my child? I want them to have mom and dad. Okay, they could still have mom and dad. Like, there's healthy co-parenting relationships. See, but now now we're going to get into a whole nother era. I don't understand this, and, and I'm a dude, you know. I got I got children, not biological, but the love I got for them is, is so great that, you know, they're, they're mine. But um, I don't understand how men bring children into the world. And when the relationship don't work, you could just abandon your child. You could just leave the whole situation and and sleep good at night because yeah. it's just like it just it, oh man. It happens it, it though. It happens. It happens every day. It happens every when day. When I see dudes do that, it happens know? every or, day. Or, or or hear dudes do that. You know, you meet somebody and you go, well. You know, you got a child. Where the baby fall at? Or he ain't want to have nothing to do with me no more. Or, you know, and I understand he probably won't want to have nothing to do with you no more. But that doesn't have nothing to do with the child, you know? I think it's both parts. I think it's both parents. I think I think some people are in that situation because they chose it. Because you knew from the giddy up what it was. Some people, not everybody. And then I think some people, they're, putting, they're letting the relationship and what didn't work in the relationship affect the parenting. And you, you need to compartmentalize. You need to say, okay, both of us need to be here for the sake of our child and do what we need to do for the sake of our child. But, like, again, we're talking about weak bitch tendencies. If dude's with the next chick, that don't got nothing to do with the kid. As long as he pick his kid up on time and he drop his kid off on time and shorty stay in her fucking square, then everybody should be good. The problem is... <laughs> he says stay in her square. <laughs> she got to stay in her square. The problem is you're not picking up your kid when you're supposed to. You're not dropping them off when you're supposed to. You got shorty coming at you like, come on now. Come on now. And it, again, when you're 16 and 18 and 20 and you do that dumb shit, that's one thing. I'm a whole grown ass woman. I don't need nobody baby mama drama. Another thing I seen, right? Now we're talking about children. <laughs> a woman that knows a dude that got children, some put a nigga through hell. Oh, you got children? I don't, don't want to deal with you and this and that. And and then you got, they can have children and then they want you to accept. Well, you know, if you're going to be with me, you got to be with this one. And right. it's like, yo. That's I, not you fair. Know, it's, it's, it's not fair. You know, I like I said, I inherited my my children, you know. I was in a relationship. We was there for a long time, you know. And, you know, I helped raise a child. So, you know, I know what it is to have no parents. Right. You know, no mother nor father. So, you know, to have a child that doesn't have their parents, you know, you know, I'm sensitive to that. That's That's crazy, you know. Because they need somebody to, man, I wish I had a, a father figure around and teach me half the shit I'd be teaching my my young ones, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, I think with the female, my daughter, it's just like, you know, you got to like, when a daughter has a boyfriend, when that father's around, it's a different it's story. It's a different temperature in the air. Yeah, yeah. Because all you got to do as a father, 
Show tell up. Tell the daughter. <laughs> Show tell up. Tell the daughter, like, excuse me for a minute. Let me talk to him for a minute. Listen here, little motherfucker. You fuck with her the wrong way. You hit her. I will beat, man. I will fucking kill you. I'm going to let you in. You put that face on. Them niggas see that face. It's like, oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah. Yo, I swear, if I hear you ever hit her, I'm going to fucking break you up. Niggas going to have to find you somewhere. You're going to just disappear. Niggas look at that like, oh, shit, oh, her fucking pops is crazy. Right, right. But when they know that dude ain't around, that yeah, father ain't around. Yeah, then they I'm an actor fool. Yeah, shit. and that's exactly what happens. I'm going to spend the night. I don't care if the moms is there. I'm going to sneak in the room. Ain't no father around. What's going to happen? Yeah, see, I I really think that the relationship that kids have with the people in their life is really important. I don't don't understand women with children saying I'm not dating anyone with children. Yeah. Because you got kids and you would want someone to accept your kids. So this is part of, especially at our age, right? Because... What the fuck you been doing? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's unfair. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's unfair because I don't care how much that woman loves you, she cannot give you a hundred percent. Period. Yeah. Period. It's true. Because it's true. that child comes first. first. Ain't nothing topping that. And if you put a dude in front of your child, you fucking idiot. Right. You know. But that child comes first. Yeah. But it, it's that's a touchy situation because as a man, you know, you have to accept both people. And right. it's unfair. So it's unfair, you know. But is it unfair? Yeah, it's unfair. Why is that unfair? It's unfair. It's something that you have to want to do. It shouldn't be something you I have will, to I do. I will accept anybody that has kids. What I won't accept is very small children. Why not? Now you being yeah, well, fucking yeah. judgmental of yeah. the size, the age of the kids. Yeah. Why? What, because I feel like a. Come on, I'm not. I wouldn't go out with a guy that has like a baby under a year or under two years old. I will. I won't. Well, you gonna get attached to the kid? That's what. It no, is. Yeah. I'm gonna have to take care of it, and I don't want to. Change diapers. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to spend so my what weekends. If he change the diapers. And I all don't want to hang out with you in Chuck E. Cheese. That's not right. I, but yeah, I'm see. done raising children. See? I'm done. I don't have any babies. I hang out with my granddaughter when I want to and I give it back to her mom. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to date someone with very small children because I don't want to do very small children stuff with you. I don't want to do that. I could love the child, but I don't want to like... Well, what you think about... I've met women before that um. I don't say, want a car seat in my car. <laughs> like, I don't want... I met women before that say, hey... You know, I like you a lot, whatever, but my child needs a father figure. I think that's not fair either. Yeah. So now, if I want to mess around with you or date you or whatever, you telling me. What I need from you. Yeah, like I I don't think that's fair either. I I don't think that's fair because I don't think, I don't think any woman ever, 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 ever should put that father figure on the person that she's dating. I don't ever think like I have a 10 year old son he knows who his father is he know how to get in touch with him he got a cell phone he has a dad it is not somebody else's job 
to say, okay, well, I'm out here dating for the purpose of my son to have a father figure. Now, if y'all dating and we chilling and the kid happened to be around and we do stuff together and that slowly naturally happens, then that's mm-hmm. different. But to be like, my kid needs a father figure, like, bro, you are, your job requirement too big. Like, that's yeah. like somebody coming to me and saying, Karen, my kid needs a mother figure. I'll be scared of shit. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I don't want. I don't want to take on no more kids. I don't. I, I, my kids are big. Two of my kids don't live with me. They're grown women. My son is the only one home. I, he mad cool people. Like I don't want to take on any more children. That part of my life, as far as I'm concerned, is over. Now, will I watch my grandkid? Do I take care of my goddaughter? Yes. Do I want to be somebody's mama right now? No. Yeah, somebody going. <laughs> Somebody gonna come in there and sweep you off your feet and tell you, look, I want one. No. One. No, 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 no. Not an option for me. Not an option for me. No. An option for me. I, just, I just feel like I, I did that and I like closed that chapter in my life and I love it and I love kids and I'll co parent if someone else has kids and they're like, I want you to be in my kid life and, and they're big and I could be a support person. I don't wanna be their mama. They got a mama. I respect that. I could be a support person in their life. I'll do it. But to start all over again, nah. Whoever comes in my life now, they're just my companion. So you'll take a child that's older. Yeah, because they don't need nothing from me. Hit you with some shit like you ain't my fucking mother. No. Nope. Versus they're not gonna baby, hit me with that because a the, baby that ain't gonna. No, nope, they're not nothing. gonna hit me with that because the minute the vibe is I don't like you, bitch. I'm not fucking with them. I'm leaving that kid alone. I don't have to do shit. You got a mom. You got a dad. I date your dad. I don't date you. I don't date your mama. So I don't need to be in the mix. I don't need to go to your birthday party. I don't need to, I don't need to do that. If you want me there, I'll be there. If you want me to help, I'll help. But I don't need, I'm not going to act like your mama because I know I'm not your mama. I don't even like the idea of somebody acting like my kid's mama. They got a mom. I take good care of them. So I would feel the same way about somebody somebody else's child like i'm not trying to be your mom i'm not even trying to i'm not trying to do nothing except maybe take you to lunch and go ice skating at best that's it but no i don't i don't want no more children i don't i think that i think it's a beautiful thing but i think there's a certain point in time where it's done okay and for me personally i'm a grandma so it's done (laughs) all right Uh, i get it i get it but as for as far as dating like I also feel like guys with very young children are not really... Like, if your baby is under a year old, then you still got you still got to work whatever out with the moms. What if the mom's not around? Where the, the fuck are, happened to the moms and the, the baby? the moms in rehab or what? what something happened to I don't mom? know. That would be, ex- that, I, that would be nah, extenuated that's, circumstances. That's different. Yeah, but oh, okay. nine times out of ten, if the baby still like smell like breast milk, you still on the breast, I ain't fucking with you. Because you don't want the child on your breast. I don't want the child on my breast. And I don't want no baby mama drama. Yeah, you know, she come out of rehab and start chasing No, No, the guy be like, we not together. Did you tell her that? Because she might not know that. You trying to take <laughs> my child. No, I don't, I don't want. I, I, as a woman, I wouldn't want someone to do that to me either. Like, I wouldn't want someone trying to take my child away from me. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I, I wouldn't like that. I want to be the mom. I'm the mom. Anybody else, you're not the mom. And vice versa with the dad. Like, the woman's saying to you, my kid needs a father figure. Your kid got a father. It might yeah. be fucked up, but they got a father. And I'm not saying they don't need other um, men like to I be said, supportive it, in it, their life. It's happened to me but, throughout, throughout my time 
here on this planet where, you know, you, you meet one or two cases and you're looking like, what? Like, I ain't, I ain't signed up for that, you know? Like, that shit and, would scare me away. Yeah. Oh, me personally. No, I definitely moonwalked away. Because <laughs> I'd be like, whoa. You know, but it's just you get hit with certain things. Like, you know, with relationships and stuff like that, it's always weird, you know. Because when you meet people, you meet them at a time where you're both doing good. You're probably out somewhere. You're probably dressed up nice. You're enjoying the vibe. Right. You know, you, you see, meet the facade. You see the girl with a girlfriend. She's looking right that night. You with the fellas. You probably dressed up a certain way. You're both attracted to each other. And it jumps off and y'all kicking it. But that doesn't define relationship to me. Because to me... I want to know what it's going to be like when I'm at my worst and how you're going to act when I'm at my worst. I'm fucked up. Shit happened. Money ain't right. What are you going to do then? Uh-huh. And and that's what you really need to understand. When y'all both together and the shit is right, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, because it's easy. But if you meet one of those people that ain't used to hearing, look, I don't have it right now and no, and she back in the club with that fishing rod, Oh man, that break fellas up. But Shit. that in itself tell you the type of woman you're dating, though. Well, they don't. They don't know. They just dating women. You know what I mean? Know, I feel she, like that in that she in looks it's, pretty. You yeah. Know? Well, you know, She's, you guys gotta do yo, better than she that. She got a fatty. Yo, yeah, gotta do better she than look, that. Uh, yo, man, she's this, she's that, and it's like don't have no. Everything they say don't have nothing really of value. You know what I'm saying? I tell... And that's the problem, I think, for you know, some men. Women for for women, too, though. For women like me, that's a problem, though. I ain't gonna lie. Because it be the same chicks that's pulling all the dudes, and you're like, damn, like, yeah, here I am. Point, here I am, busting my ass, you can't, going to school. You can't fuck me out of my problems if I'm <laughs> going through some shit. But I'm just you saying, can. like... If you look at how social media has it, if you look how TV has it, from a woman's perspective, if you look how all of those mediums have it, you would be like, damn, the good girls that are busting their ass and working and staying home is is taking the L's. We we, we taking the L's because the dudes is all... Well, they, they, they're um, putting these, these um, women out there. They champion the wrong women nowadays. And you know? that's why I started this podcast. Because I was like... But... What I happens mean, to the women that are just like, man, yo, I'll like, we don't woman, all have a fat, look, fake ass. Man, if I could afford one, with, I'd have bought one already. I'll take a woman with one of them conservative blazers and the, the, the sneakers on <laughs> going to work in the morning. Man, I'll take one of y'all in a heartbeat, man. <laughs> I'll wear I my like sneakers that, and man. a blazer to work tomorrow. <laughs> yo, man, I think that's so sexy, the blue-collar women, boy. Because we don't get enough acknowledgement. Like, everything on TV is... All the representation, especially for women of color, is fat asses, fake hair. And I'm not saying my hair not fake right now. I'm just saying, like, it's it's not the, it's not your everyday woman that's, like, busting her ass, going to work, you know, doing the shit she got to do, hanging out with her girls, planning a trip here, keeping my ass home. Like, we, we taking the L's. That's how it look, at least. We taking the L's. And then you go but then out. But again, you know, I could say that, but on the, on the, on the flip side of that coin... When you do run into them type of women, sometimes they want the dude, the fucked up dude. They want the the builder nigga, you know. 
Yeah, but that's something wrong with them. I'm gonna do a show about that. I am gonna do a show about that. Build a nigga. They want I'm gonna do a show because you like you gotta be so dominant in the relationship that you rather fuck with somebody that you need to fix instead of fuck with somebody. Yeah, I'm gonna do a whole show about that. Dudes chase after these build a bear bitches. Build a bear. That's what I'm gonna call it too. A builder dude. Okay, so let me ask you. Gotta you gotta help her maintain her stature. Like you gotta be able to do that on. But your then own. also, then she tends to look for a partner that's less than, not an equal, and that's unhealthy. Yeah, I mean, dudes do it too. On the flip side of the coin, I now nah, you gotta bring something, gotta bring something to the table instead of a knife and a fork. That shit ain't gonna work with me. Like, you gotta have some type of bread, oh. some type of something. Like, you yeah. know, it ain't, it ain't. I mean, I want sex. I ain't. Let's, let's not stray off of that. Yeah, I want sex. You know. And I want it like it's normal. Like, you know, I don't want to feel like you rationing it off like fucking Scooby Snacks. Like today, <laughs> uh, if you nice, I'm going to take care of you. No, you got to. I wonder. We should time. we should do another episode on that because I wonder also if that works. What's that? I wonder. Holding and this off? is just a, I, this is a whole nother show. But I wonder oh, if no, men no. or women spiting each other with sex actually works. Nah, you can't do that with me. I'll leave your ass, man. We because that, I don't, man. and I just personally don't think that that works. I don't think that that leverage works in a relationship. If I'm, that's in, my personal opinion. If but I'm I don't know. to you, and I'm committed to you, I'm not saying you my sex slave. I'm not saying nothing like that. But, and that's that's a part of the package. Like you know, like that gotta I. Cause man, you think straight when you got your nuts alight, <laughs> you know. Or your your. You know, dudes don't think straight when they nuts ain't light. You or know? your chakras are aligned. Yeah. From like, the female perspective, but I do feel like there are people that are that do hold sex as can, leverage, and I that. think that when you do that, it. I don't think it works. I personally don't think no, it works. You know, because they're gonna run into somebody that's gonna give it to them the way they want, and that's gonna be the end of you. Well, and, I think you know, a couple things happen when you do that. I think from a guy's perspective, it's like, all right, if you keep making a man feel unwanted, he's going to go where he feels wanted. Yeah. That's the male point of view. Female point of view, I think emotionally, when women are not emotionally catered to in that manner, then they, again, also look for that emotion somewhere else. So it might it might look different, but it's the same thing. Each of you are like losing feelings and losing attention, and I don't necessarily think that that works. Um, if you're in a healthy relationship, I just don't understand. If your if your relationship is healthy, you wouldn't even be in that situation though, because you like whatever we beefing about, we supposed to be able to have a conversation about. So it shouldn't even get to that. In Tell all honesty, fellas, man, find the woman that wants to spend time. Time is the most important thing about it. It ain't about where you go. It ain't what you're spending. There's somebody that wants your time. They just want to be with you. They enjoy being with you. And that's mainly older women. Young chicks, you know, they'll they'll be with you for a while and even give you some. And then they want to run in a club with Margaret and them. You know, Margaret <laughs> and them down at the club. Yeah, you know, and y'all, you know, I'm not saying y'all got to cuddle, but they off to the races, you know. Yeah, because they're on to the next the thing. find the right older chick. Y'all just finished having a sex session. Shit, man. You find the right chick. She might go get the washcloth <laughs> and suds it up for you and wipe you down like you you, you Like elderly. you a baby. Yeah. You be like, what are you doing? Like, Hold still. Wait, whoa, what you doing? 
That's what real women do. Them young chicks don't want to do that. They want to run. That's because they do it all day. They all CNAs. Yeah, they probably don't even want to wipe themselves down, you know? But, yeah. No, nah, I understand. Like, I, I love older women. Older women, you know, or or that mature mind frame, boy. You you thinking. You're not thinking check to check or week to week. You thinking far. When you right. find a chick, one of them blue collar women, like I said, <laughs> with, with the, the blazer, sneakers on and the blazer in the morning. They pay bills. They know what it is to save. They know what it is to stretch. They know what it is to budget. If y'all both have the same mindset, oh, y'all could do some beautiful shit. But yeah. now, if you get one of them young chicks that got a lifestyle she can't maintain... And you might thing. be working for her at the end of the day. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, but... But I know. also think grown women don't... Like, my lifestyle, I maintain my own lifestyle. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I live where I live because I want to live there. I drive what I drive because I want to drive there. Like, I buy what I buy because I want to buy it. Someone asked me the other day, what do you want for Christmas? When it was Christmas. And I was like, there's not really anything that I want that I can't really... If I really wanted it go and right. buy it you know what i mean or figure out a way to go and buy it but you have to understand there are a lot of women out here who are living a uh, lifestyle that they see on tv or they see on social media and they want to keep up and they can't maintain their lifestyle and i had a friend one time that was like i'm not dating a guy unless he drives this kind of car and this year and he's got to have his own place and he's got to have this and that and i just looked at her and i really love her to death but i just looked at her and i was like Sis, you don't have none of these things. You don't have none of these things. You know what I mean? You you don't have any of this to bring to the table, but you telling me dude got to drive, you know, this kind of car. He got to be able to take you here. He got to have this job and do this. And I'm just looking at her like that kind of man not going to necessarily want to go out with you other than the eye candy part. Yeah, I mean... But some some chicks bank on it because, you know, you got some weak-minded dudes. You got some low self-esteem dudes. It only works when the dude you're dealing with is low. He has low self-esteem. Because a real dude that got his shit together ain't trying to hear none of that from nobody. They come in there like I'm the prize, you right. know? Like, I mean, that's me. I come in there like I'm the prize. Not because I do music. Not because I'm... I'm, I'm you know, popular is just because that's just my mindset. I know what I bring to the table. Yeah. You know, I like, yo, I go out, I make, I make an honest living. You know, I ain't out there running the street. You know, I like to get my bread and lay low. You know, my grandmoms taught me how to cook. I've been living on my own since I was like 21, 22, you know. So I know what, what life is about. Like, you know, so I know what I bring to the table. If you ain't bringing like the same thing to the table, man, you really can't demand shit from me. I ain't trying to hear it. Like, yo, uh, these pretty bum bitches got the game real <laughs> fucked up right you, now. You, pretty, you heard that? You pretty bum bitches got the game fucked up right now. Yeah, because they got bags and shit, but no money in the bags. Or no money in account. To, to or go you got a bags. bag like, and you didn't even buy it, bro. You didn't even buy your own bag. No, chicks borrow bags. Bro. Borrow bags from their friends. Let me hold this bag to match my outfit. I've seen that. Bro. And that's, 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 and that's, that's, I wanna, wow. Yeah. 
you know, I've seen yeah. dudes borrow other dudes' cars to do it, but I've seen chicks, you know, that, you know, look good, fat ass, and three nice outfits after the third, fourth <laughs> date. Shit on repeat. You know, you're like, oh, shit, you know, or you go and, you know, you go to that crib and that shit is like, yo, what is going on in here? Yeah. But this, that's this, why you couldn't afford the bag. Because you can't be the crib. <laughs> that's that's this the crib. can't be it right that, now. That's the crib. That's the crib. Yeah. But I think also as you get older, like for me, as you get older, your perspective on those things change. Right? So, you know, there's a point in your life, yeah, where you're like, I, I'm going to go buy a bag and the bag's $1,500 or $1,200, $2,000. Them Louis Vuitton bags are ridiculous. Um, and then you get to a point in your life as you get older where you're like, yo, fuck that shit. don't really matter. I've, I I throw them on the floor. For for me personally, I throw it on the floor. You understand what I'm saying? It's not you. You gotta realize what the value in certain things are as you get older, and you gotta mature from that. You yeah. know what I mean? You gotta you gotta slow your life. I don't down, I don't own a pair know? of red bottom shoes. I don't. I never I, got the I understanding. I don't. Of, I wear know. old navy flip flops. Yeah, right. I swear to God, I wear old navy flip flops. Oh. I got them in every color. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I do. Yeah. Oh, listen. They go on sale on Old Navy. I ain't never get the red 15. bottom thing. I ain't understand. What no, it's a, they're like they're like fourteen hundred dollars for a pair of, a pair of shoes. Why? Because it got a red bottom. Yeah. Better get a fucking paintbrush. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I understand if you want to get those things, if you feel, but then now you living. See, people don't understand what makes them happy. A lot of people live for other no, people. No, I'm just approval. saying like you have those things but you living in certain conditions or you don't have a car, you're not going to school. Like you you're investing in those things that depreciate. Like a pair of shoes can't do nothing for you. So all, all I'm saying is yes, you can have those things, but you should have those things once you have er- your priority straight. Look, once you own your truth and know who you are, completely own your truth. You'll never have to keep up with the lies. A lot of people trying to keep up with them lies and perceptions because I think you know, a beautiful woman is a beautiful woman. She could wear a twenty dollar dress right from Bombini nah, on Fordham Road. She's still gonna be gotta, a beautiful woman. Nah, beautiful to me gotta be inside and out. I know, but it, once it, you it, got a fucked up attitude, you yeah, ugly. that I is don't true. Give a fuck, you that know? is true. Like you, you have to be beautiful inside out. I'm not looking for, you know, Miss Any Country or Miss America or whatever, you know. But you want, of course, you want somebody attractive. And you want somebody you enjoy being with. That's the, 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 that's the main thing. Somebody you enjoy being with. Somebody you see you can build something with, you know. It's not just because if you don't enjoy the person company, that shit ain't going to last long. Do you think because, like, people know who you are, dating is harder for you? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I, I know it's harder for me because I know um, you can date somebody and want to do something nice for them. And then they start to think you do it for every person you meet. Right. And that's not the truth. That's not. Maybe, uh, like, sometimes the women. See, to, 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 to deal with me, I'm a handful. Not a handful. I don't believe you. Not not a handful meaning I'm out there in the street and I'm fucking around. I'm doing this, that, and third. I'm a handful because I'm busy a lot. Right. I travel a lot. So you're not going to get the normal time that you would get with somebody that's on the corner drinking a 40 or something. 
Um, and you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a global dude. I love traveling. So, you know, and I'm a, I'm a productive dude. So if I'm laying in the bed with you and I'm up at four o'clock in the morning and I can't go to sleep, I'm going to find something productive to do with that time. I'm not going to just lay in the bed right. and you have to be very secure. You got to know what me and you have. So when you know I'm into you and you know what me and you have, you'll never feel threatened by another female because you know. Right. See, when you bring something to the game and y'all got something together and y'all building something together, you know and your, your dude ain't going to leave you for a bum bitch. You know when you when y'all building some shit together and he yeah. appreciates you and he values you, you don't have to worry about... and and. See, once again, it goes with self-empowerment and understanding who you are. Right. Being comfortable You with can't you really stop anybody from doing anything. I say that all the time. So, if you know what you bring to the table and this dude is acting up and he's looking at somebody, you understand your value. Right. And if that person he's messing with is not as valuable as you, he's right. losing out. When right. you get to that pure understanding... Yeah. Then life of yourself. is different. Yeah, life is different. See, so if I'm with somebody and I'm into the person, if you want to fuck around, then then go ahead. Like, it's no sweat off my back. Mm -hmm. It's like, go ahead. You don't just tell me, like, yo, you ready to do your thing. Yeah. I understand. I'd rather you do that. Then, then you be bullshitting me. Yeah, wasting my fucking time. Get the fuck out already. Yeah, like, I, I feel the same know, way. Just I'm, let me know what it is so I know how to move accordingly. I'm strong-minded like that. But it took me a while to get to that level. It just doesn't happen. You have to understand what you bring to the table. And you, you, you got so much going on in your life. Like, people put relationships in front of their career. Yeah. You know, now, if the person is special and you want to make time for that person, that's one thing. But I would never put a relationship in front of my career. Yeah. You know, you're going to have to catch up with me. We got to run. <laughs> or you, or run this is how you met me. Speed. You got to respect it. Yeah. You got to you got to you got to give me the effort I'm giving you. Yeah. You know, you got to catch up with me. You can't. If you're sitting around all day doing nothing, it ain't going to work. Cause you can't yeah, I told someone and, the other day, I'm attracted and, to ambition. Right. And they were like, what? And I was like, no, I'm attracted to ambition. Like, I do not like people that are lazy. I do not like people that don't want to get up and do anything with their lives. I don't like the people that complain for six months. Like, two days, you complain about it, then get up off your ass. What are we doing? Like, right. I can't date someone. I don't care how good looking you are. What's going on? That just every day you you're not about nothing. Yeah, I'll listen to your story and yeah, I will I'll too. sympathize with you and then yeah. I'm going to give and you then that I'm question. Gonna, and then what we gonna do? What we gonna do? <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Like you know, I don't want to keep hearing it. What what are you gonna do? What's your plan? Have you thought of a plan? Or you no, think somebody's no, just gonna, gonna, gonna feel give sorry it to you? For you yeah, like, yeah. See, those are the people here. I can't like, fuck you with. Know? And you gotta be responsible with me. If I know. You're a responsible person. I'm attracted to that because you're responsible because there's so many people that's irresponsible. Yeah. You know, so when you meet a responsible woman that knows she got her shit together, she know how to stash her bread. Yeah. You know, she got a couple of coins, you know, I'm I'm not like I'm not saying it to have the coins because I want your coin. Right. 
It just speaks to your character. I want you to have your own coins. Right. You know, I'm not the I'm not the creep dude. I'm the dude that's gonna tell you what it is straight up. You either you don't have to like it. You don't have to agree with everything <laughs> I'm gonna just I tell say. you. That's I'm me. Just, That's me. I'm going to tell just you. I'm going to tell you what it and is. And then you choose right? what you want. You choose what you want. But see, you're getting to make an honest decision. See? Now, when you meet a dude and you're looking to hear certain things. Yeah. And a dude hone in on that. Oh, I know what she want to hear. See, now you just attracted a creep. Right, because he's, he's just going to spit it right back at you. He's going to tell you everything you want to hear. That's and crazy. then after he get what he wants from you, yeah, then he's going to tell you the real shit I was telling you. From but at that, that yeah. time, he done swindled you out your pussy, you upset, yeah. <laughs> and you hoping, you sticking around, hoping this dude delivers on one out of ten million Because promises. he told you what you wanted yeah. to hear, but he only just regurgitated you, everything you just, you just said. You're just hanging around now. You hanging around with But I feel like women need to to not be so easily manipulated in relationships too and say what you want and mean what you say and and, and kind of compartmentalize where you need to but as well. But it goes well. back to reflecting and owning your truth. Yeah. You gotta, in, in order for you to read people, you got to know who you are. That is very true. You, you got to own your truth. Once you own like a lot of your habits and flaws... Yeah. Oh, life becomes easy. That's where I'm see, at now, but it took a lot. Yeah, it took a lot see, of work to get there. You see the flaws in other people. Yeah. And you know how they're going to react and how yeah. they're going to move yeah. Yeah. just based off of... But it's also I learned not to be impulsive and right. to just be patient and to watch things. And sometimes you got to pay attention more and not be so eager to act and just kind of listen. You got to listen, right? Yeah. Not and, with your eyes. See, a yeah. lot of people listen with their eyes. And, you know, mm-hmm. not be so quick to be jumping into things or saying anything, but just kind of seeing how things go. And once you learn your own patience and to be at peace with yourself, then you can be like, okay, I know what this nigga's saying. I know what he's not saying. And it's okay, women, if you just be like, yo, I just want to fuck him. Like, I don't plan on being with it. That's fine. But then own that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he's fun. I just want to hang out with him. I don't want a relationship. That's fine. Just own that. I do want a relationship. This is someone I want to be with. Okay, wait a minute. Hold I mean, on. You know. It's been three weeks, but own that. You understand what I'm saying, but you gotta own whatever it is that you're, that that you're that you want for and yourself. Sex is sex, right? Sex doesn't. Sex doesn't mean we're gonna be in a relationship, and that's what I think people think. Y'all together, I gave them some. No, men don't think that. Women think that. You know, I gave them some. <laughs> men think like, oh, she cool. I'm gonna go chill with Shorty. Shorty's over here thinking, oh no, he comes over every day. I'm in a relationship. And so that's where those lines get blurred because now you're chilling with her every day and she thinks I'm in a relationship because I text him every day and I talk to him every day. So I think I'm I'm in a relationship. Dude doesn't think that. And we're not communicating. There's so many ways. If it's a game, it's, it's, uh, oh man, like I remember, man, I don't want to push nobody out. But I remember talking to a female, right? Yeah. And, you know, we were cool, you know. And it was like, yo, you know, I like this dude. You know, I want to have sex with him. But, um, you know, I don't, you know, I, I just feel a certain way. And I said, you know, you know how you could play that? Fuck him. And don't call him back. And see how he reacts, you know, because every dude thinks once, you know, 
fuck something, you could get it again. Yeah. And when you can't—that's not get true, it, though. When you can't get it again, that's not true. You know, I said this. This was years ago. <laughs> this was eons ago. Different time. Now it's different now. You know. <laughs> you know, but at the time, yeah, you know, because if a dude really cares about you, and he think he could get it again, then it's 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 different. It's just the same way. I tell dudes, you could play. You you can really break a female. You know, especially the ones that be like. Like, um, if I get with him, I'm going to make him wait. And he's going to wait four months or six months, right? Yeah. Now, let me tell you how that can back up, <laughs> right? I, I want to have this conversation. So now, you got this dude, and you made him wait four or six months, right? That's what Steve Harvey said. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you where it gets <laughs> 90 days, at. Steve Harvey said. And I'm going to tell you how that 90 days fuck Steve Harvey. <laughs> Tell you how that 90 days fuck up on you. <laughs> what if the dude wait 90 days? Y'all finally, you know, you done told your girlfriends, yeah, after the after the night, we're going to hit this, this restaurant. Then we're going to go back to my place. I'm going to give him some. Okay. What if the dude, you know, y'all start having sex or y'all start the intimate part. He gets in it. Mm-hmm. He humps you three times. He pulls out and look you dead in your face and you made me wait for this shit. <gasps> oh, what would you do uh, after I pick my face up? What would you see? That's why I'm saying when you got a dangerous mindset, that's you fucked can, up. Look, it, it is fucked that up. That is really fucked up. See, but it's fucked up. Just going in there. I'm going to make them wait and, and this and that. If you want to go that route. But if I you want to play those games. Okay, but I do think there's a value in women waiting. But, not, I, I mean, I agree. Depending on the situation. I agree. Right? I because, say it's the attitude. Oh, uh, yeah, you, the attitude going in. But I do think so that. after he do that, first thing your girlfriend. First of all, we fighting after that. <laughs> We fighting. <laughs> I, I don't even fuck if I'm butt ass oh. naked. We fighting. I'm picking oh. up something. I'm oh. I'm hitting you. I'm hitting oh. you. You're getting punched in the dick. I don't you because you can't just say shit like that to so me. So now your it girlfriends. It gonna be a re, re, reactive. Your girlfriends, they like yo. I'm gonna get to the car. Happened? I'm gonna be like bitch, and I'm gonna run the nigga over. Like there's not like this, I'm, I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. I'm not taking the hell on that. I don't fucking care. I'm I, saying, what do you tell your girlfriends when I, they ask? There's only one thing you can say: his dick was little. Oh, you gonna lie? You gonna lie your <laughs> way out of that? That's all you could say. You can't say nothing else. What you else go, you gonna say? You go to a club one day. He in there with his. Fellas. That's all you can say. He look at you. He confront, he, get, he confront like he whispering to his dudes, like he's what? saying something about Every you. Every time I see and... that nigga, be on. <laughs> Every time. I'm just he saying, better not man. have no bottles in the club. I'm breaking it's, all of that shit. Nah, I mean, fuck that. Nah, that that like shit you, is cruel. You gotta, I'm telling you, <laughs> that you know, you know what's cruel. I'm gonna tell you what's cruel, right? Because I don't, I don't think dudes start off dogging women out. I don't think that shit start off like that. I think it start I off. I mean, it like, does when they're nineteen and twenty. Not when we, not when we get a little bit older than that. It start off with a dude that really likes a, a woman, right? And he waits. You know, he meets this this woman. He really cares about her. He want to show her he's into her. Okay. He make you know she makes him wait. He waits. Now the problem is, right? She don't like him like he like her. 
right? So he's taking her out. He's doing all these things. But she's not she's being more honest. Right. She's taking more advantage she's, of the situation. She's taking advantage. So she's not being honest to a point where, look, I love the things you do for me, but I don't like you like that. It's like, right. I'm going to get everything I can, can out of this, but that's and it. And now y'all going to be somewhere and he's going to be the time is right. I waited. And it's not going to happen. And then she's going to tell you, uh, I like you, but not like that. And, oh, you just turned this dude into... Because now when he meets the next female, you think he's going to wait? <laughs> I think he'll wait. I just don't think he's going to do all that extra shit. Yeah, and these are things that shape and mold different people different ways, man. I mean... So, I speak to a lot of my friends about waiting and celibacy. And, actually, I told you, I spoke to this woman because she told me she'd been celibate for 22 years. I'm actually going to interview her for the show because I feel like... Yeah, that's a long time. I feel like I feel like 22 years makes me wonder what's wrong with you to some extent. Not that you're not right. lovable, but like don't you miss having intimacy with someone? Well, and there's a lot get, of ways to be intimate without actually having intercourse. You can. But you can, intimacy is like, part of being you know, a human. Because the celibate shit, I, I, you hear it, but you can't do all the fucking in your younger years and then try to wrap the <laughs> pussy back up. You can't saran wrap you can't it after it. that. You can't nah, reset man, it. That's the, there's that's there's the no clear history shit. button. No. No. You trying to wrap something up. That, that's, Put it in that, the fridge. Yeah. That's like having a piece of cheesecake and you took like nine bites out of it and you wrapped that little morsel shit up in the, in the fridge. You can't do that. You can't, what? I don't, that's what I don't get. I don't get the celibate and then you get the, you know, I'm born again. Okay. I feel like, like you could be born again, but you're, 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 <laughs> you know, that ain't born again. But I, but there's some women that are like, you know what? I'm going to remove the element of sex so that I can have a healthier relationship. Because Good if luck. you take the element of sex out, then maybe like this guy's not just like, after me for sex or maybe this is not somebody you know because on the flip side i'm a woman i have men get, i've had people straight just be like yo let me take you to a hotel and i just gotta be like i was in miami once and i kept running into the same dude over and over and every time i saw him he's like let me go to your hotel room with you we don't even have to have sex let me just go down let me go and i, I had to yo by the fifth time i seen the nigga i swear to god I asked my sister she was with me i was like that shit really work for you because I don't know if you're used to talking to people like that, but that shit don't work with me. You know what I mean? Like, I, maybe you, maybe everybody come on vacation and they think what you're offering is great. I personally... That, you should have just said, look, man. But it wasn't until I got at him like that that he actually sat down and had, like, a reasonable, healthy, normal human being conversation with said, me. man, they called me the clumsy skater. <laughs> and you'd have said, why? Because I'm just trying to slide. <laughs> yeah. I ain't trying to skate. I ain't just slide. I, but so, as a woman, you have to also understand that, like, dudes be coming at you sideways. I had a dude one time that was like, where are your kids at? I was like, nigga, in the house where I'm at, where you not? Like turn off like i don't wanna i understand that i'm a beautiful woman at least in my head that's what i think um but there's a certain way to get at me and that's not the way like well, that doesn't work for me let's let's talk about that right because this is like well fucking 2020 now right 
what's a what's the proper way to approach a female? I want. I don't know. I want to hear a couple of solutions because I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know because I get I get a variety of different things. I've had men tell me that I'm um, intimidating. Okay, I can see that. Uh, Can you please explain that to me? Because I don't understand. I'm like five foot one. About a hundred and forty pounds. If I judged you by your your Instagram, your 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 Friday fuckery, yeah, I would be like, she's crazy. <laughs> you know, like it just. And you know, but, but that's me. Yeah, I'm crazy. But is that intimidating? Me, I like to have a conversation. I'm I'm into I'm into, into intellectual conversations. I gotta know how you think and what's your mindset because that to me. You know, with that, that's going to tell me if I even want to deal with you. Like, if you know, you say some goofy shit. I don't, I don't want to fuck with you. Like, it ain't even how pretty you are. Because at the end of the day, it's yeah, you're gonna be, you're gonna be like, off. this bitch dumb. Yeah, <laughs> she just dumb. Like, some dudes just say, I'm just gonna bang it out. You know, me, it's just like, yeah, I don't even want to do that. I don't even want to go through the headache that yo, we did something. I thought this was something special. I don't, I don't want to go through that. You know, if I don't really dig you, I don't fuck for sport. You know, I got to really want to really get at you because I, I, I just dig your vibe. Everything. Right, the energy. The conversation, the energy, everything. If if something is off, and I'm not saying I'm I'm perfect, so I'm not saying, oh, I'm looking for the perfect. No, I'm, I'm just looking for something that I know that I'm, I'm going to be interested in. Right. It ain't going to be, you know, because to me, it's, it's friendships. It's not, that's another thing. People think the title, girlfriend, wifey, shit is bullshit unless y'all really committed to each other like that. Right. Otherwise, that title is just some shit a nigga slapped on you to shut you up like a ring. Right. Yeah, she's wifey. Yeah. She's this. And you go ahead and believe that goofy shit. But if he shows you do different right. things that you're that special someone and yeah. that doesn't always need to be a relationship right or a you title know? or a title or any like, of that i think some of some of my best friendships with women didn't have a title right and to this day we are real cool it ain't yeah. it don't have to be about sex sometimes i just want the company i just want yeah. That type of company. I don't maybe I don't feel like banging nothing out. Some I just I just want somebody I could chill with, have yeah. fun with, joke with. And and you need that sometime if you this this relationship shit like And that's what I was thinking when we started talking about this, that people are always like relationship, relationship, relationship. And it's just oh especially now, like for me, people are always asking me, like, Karen, why don't you dating? Why don't you meet someone? Why are you not in a relationship? And I'm just like, bro, like why my whole life gotta be defined by a relationship it doesn't it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be like i get asked all the time would you get married again i was like maybe like i don't really see it being a big deal for me it's not a big deal for me and they're like what do you mean i believe in the sacrament of marriage and i was like okay that's you but like i don't necessarily need that I need a good I need a good person on my team. That's what I need. See, that's you want somebody that's gonna make you. Because a there's a lot of you. women out here like, oh, I wanna get married. Okay, you got a big ass fucking ring and the nigga just bashed you in the head. Like what's what the, like 
He gave her that shut up ring. <laughs> you know but, what I mean? You, or 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 you had to beg this person six years to be with you or to marry. Like I don't want that. I want a solid person on my team. That nigga just gave in. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, all right. Now I'm if really... that if if that's what he wants, I told my parents this. I said if I meet someone and he wants to get married, then we get married. If I meet someone and he don't want to get married, then we don't get married. Like it don't really matter to me at this point in my life. I just think you know, I want somebody that's gonna motivate and inspire me. It ain't. I just somebody that's gonna spark you to think deeper than you're thinking, you know. Right. Somebody that's gonna care about your health, you know. Even if they go to the gym with you, you know. Yeah. Not don't don't bash it. Oh, you ain't in the gym today. Fuck wrong. No. Somebody say, hey man, you need to go. Let's go together. Right. You know, you need somebody that's gonna make you the best you. Then then you good, but. You know, all that material stuff, all that shit is just temporary. And, and, you know, that shit come and go. But somebody helping you elevate to the next level. Yeah, you probably help somebody elevate to the next level. That shit ain't work. You feel like he left you after you helped him and he was a bum ass. Okay, you're going to get that. I don't know. You're going to get that. I don't know. I think a little different. I think that some people come in your life and they serve a purpose and then they supposed to go. That was good, wasn't it? Oh my God. It was, um, we covered so much and we talked about so much and it's always nice when the conversation just flows. Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Big shout out to uh, Lord Finesse for taking the time to sit with me and share space and energy and some wisdom and knowledge. I appreciate it so much. Um, and hopefully we'll have you back soon and we can actually like talk about the music. Um, in the interim, guys, you can um, follow me on Instagram. I am Karen L on Instagram. I am Karen L on Twitter. Sayeth Loud is on Instagram. Sayeth Loud is on Twitter. We're trying to grow those numbers. So tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. We're trying to listen to uh, grow our podcast numbers. So definitely share, share, share. Subscribe on your listening platforms. We are on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, um, Anchor, and a host of others. So wherever you feel comfortable, go ahead and subscribe and get your girlfriend and your boyfriend and your kids and your mama and your dog and everybody because that's what we're doing. It's Feel Good Friday. We're bringing you the fuckery. We're bringing you the energy. The energy. We're bringing you the bullshit. I think that's it, right? All right, so I'm dropping a couple bonuses after this, so make sure you listen to all the bonuses. Make sure you're sharing. Don't keep me all to yourself. Um, if you want to book me for events, go to my website. If you want to see some of my work and my bio, go to my website, www.sayethloud.com. For voicemails to include into the show, you're going to have to go to Anchor, anchor.fm slash sayethloud. And you can leave your voice messages there, which then I can upload into the show. So that's a beautiful feature, and I want to be able to do that. So definitely interact with me so I can interact with you. Um, our Patreon is up and running. So Patreon allows artists to be able to have subscribers where you get your own um, links to our bonus content. You get, uh, you know, behind-the-scenes footage. You get the bloopers and the outtakes. You get merch. You get access to the live Q&As that I'll be doing. So you might want to go check it out and see what tier suits you. That also will allow me to take Safe Loud on the road. So I want to do a small business networking night um, based on demographics. Right now it's looking like in Rockland, New York, but you never know. 
Um, and then I want to bring the fuckery on tour um, with a whole host of people. And to be able to do that, we need to be able to fund this thing. So definitely go to Patreon. If it's $2 a month, just think about it as like a cup of coffee once a week and you get your soul sustenance from Karen L. Right? And you're investing in something that's going to be big. Um, and then we have a tier that goes all the way up to $25. If you feel like this is something you believe in and you want the full throttle, you can do that. And that includes the merch and the backstage. And you get everything. And then we got Big Dick Energy. And that's for people that want to just sponsor. Like, yeah, if you want to sponsor. Because I do need a new laptop and some mics. And, you know, some big ticket items that, I don't know, business owners need. So um, you can go ahead and do a one-time donation or sponsorship under the Big Dick tab yeah i really put that shit there um so yeah i love y'all for listening i'll see you next week listen to the bonuses subscribe follow me share 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 don't keep me all to yourself i'll see you next week with the fuckery Um, so this is another episode of Say It Loud. Thank you all for listening. We, we're streaming everywhere, right? So we're on iHeart, we're on Apple, we're on Google, we're on Spotify, we're on, you name it, Google, Say It Loud, and I got you covered. So we're streaming on all platforms. Um, today we're chopping it up with Intikana. I, um, heard Intikana spit not once, but twice. And I was like, oh my God, I need to get this person on the show this is exactly the sound that I love, that my listeners love. Um, so I was like, come chop it up with me. Let's talk about it. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Well, first and foremost, thank you for having me on the show. It's definitely an honor. And, you know, um, when it comes to music or writing, art, for me, it's all about expression and being able to let out anything you're feeling or anything you're thinking about, sharing how you view the world and... I started early on with drawing. I loved art and I would like look at be it comic books or different kind of visual elements that I like, paintings. I would go to museums even when I was young. I, I liked just that kind of stuff. Um, and I would paint, I would draw, I would use different kind of utensils to kind of like express myself. And then I would say, um, I remember seven, when I was seven years old, about, about seven or eight, my father got arrested and locked up, and when he got locked up, you know, it was just, obviously, I missed him a lot. He was gone for many years, and it was a whole bunch of stuff with that, but we used to write each other letters back and forth a lot, and since I was so young, I really wanted to learn how to express myself better and learn how to spell, learn how to read, learn how to communicate with my dad, so um, in that process, I just got really good at writing um, to the point that even in class... You know, I was ahead in writing because it was just something I was personally passionate about. By the time I was 12, I would say uh, my grandfather passed away and that deeply affected me. And that's when I first wrote my first rhyme. He was in the hospital. Uh, you know, it was like a moment where he couldn't recognize me anymore. He had diabetes and he was sick. So it was kind of like, it was just a moment that I had. And I remember just going away feeling really like down in the hospital and I just pulled out a notebook put on my headphones, put on a beat. I didn't know what I was doing. I just started writing. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, I just, start, I just put on the beat and started writing. And um, it was so therapeutic. It was so therapeutic that it helped a lot. And from there, you know, it started with battles because I would battle rap a lot through high school. So all of my high school was like battle stuff. Um, 
And then after I graduated from high school, I learned more about poetry and spoken word. So I started even competing, doing local, regional, national poetry slams and touring. It was my first experience touring. And then after poetry, I learned about theater and I really wanted to get involved in theater. So I started bringing in the elements of theater and having an audience sit down and really listen to what's being said. And um, I had started with a camera in high school, but someone brought to my attention the need for me to document everything I was doing. So I started doing that and film became a major medium for me to really capture my process and progress but also like another method of expressing myself. It became another weapon of mine that I've been able to use to film my own videos, to speak out against things, to capture things and show proof or evidence of whatever I'm talking about. And now I, com I um, combine all these elements of hip hop, poetry, you know, and other forms of music too, because I love listening to other genres. So in a small package, I would just say that my creativity has been greatly impacted by different, you know, various inspirations, but all based in being myself, um, speaking my mind, uh, sharing about things that I'm going through, and sharing how I see the world. Well, I think this is the perfect place for you then, because um, while you were talking, I was listening, and I was like, oh my God, that's me. Oh my God, that's me. I, um, I feel the same way about... So the reason my podcast is named Sayeth is because sayeth means to say something in the third person, right? So we don't speak like that now, but years ago they used to be like, so say you, right? Sayeth. Um, so it means to say something in the third person. And then loud is because I feel like if you have something to say, you might as well say it loud enough that everybody could hear. And so I had a similar path in that um, I love every form of art, um, whether it be music or photography or graffiti or, um, you know, I could listen to a country song and be like, that's dope, let's remix it. Or um, fashion, I just love that self-expression. And so my, my dream with Say It Loud is that people have a platform to, and a voice to say whatever they need to say, but not necessarily with their tongue, you know? Um, and so that's the vision. But um, so I feel like this is the perfect platform for you. Oh, yeah. With that said, <laughs> with that said, um, I know everybody's listening to the podcast like, really? Really? Well, what's he going to say? So I think, you know, you could give them a little fire, enough fire that they come back. How, how, how does your music come across? How does your music, mm. how do you feel your music comes across? You know, that's an interesting question. I feel like with my music, uh, I've had various stages mm -hmm. um, in terms of how I've gone about expressing my lyrics and my songs and my concepts and everything. And I feel like early on, it was, you know, super, super wild, crazy. Uh, you know, like my early, early songs when I was like really young, but I was just expressing a bunch of stuff. Um, but I felt like when the poetry got more and more involved, you know, it just opened doors for me to express myself a certain way and then bringing that into the music, um, just having more po poetic value. But I feel like my, my music connects on social politics. It connects on history, um, identity, uh, talking about where we come from, indigenous roots, uh, black roots, you know, African to the, even before African was even a word, the motherland, the earth, like studying history of the world and international global peoples and seeing how the world evolved and 
those studies inform my music. You know, um, I like to have my music based on like my real experiences and things that I go through in my own storytelling and those around me, but also um, things even beyond me, you know, in other places maybe I've never been or places I've actually traveled and to. And that's what I loved about listening to you in, is that um, I felt like I wasn't just listening to someone just spew things out of their mouth. They weren't just speaking and for the sake of speaking, but it was actually, and I think this is the value for me, when I listen to someone and what I find most um, impressive is when they're actually telling a story and they're weaving through that story and they're bringing you through that story with them, you know, mm -hmm. with the passion, with the way they outline it, with the way they s put the punchlines in there, but also educating you on something. So you're not just listening for the sake of listening, but you're actually learning something while you're listening and you can almost visualize it. I think for me, that's that those are the people that I gravitate to because I'm like, all right, here's a real storyteller telling me a story. And not only am I listening to it, but I'm feeling it and absorbing it and walking away from it with something. You know, and some days you listen to it and you're like, damn, did you hear that? Let me run that back again. And then other days you feel good or other days you feel bad. And that's OK, because the music and the lyrics and the journey that they took you through was supposed to make you feel that way. Yeah. You know, whether it enlightens you, whether it's conscious, whether it's not conscious, reflective or just somebody going through something where you're like, damn, you know what I mean? Let me go check on my cousin. Let me go check on my nephew. Let me go check on somebody else that might be in this type of situation. And I think also as an art and as an artist, we need to understand that art looks different, you know, and um, for you, it's kind of dope because you marry the two together, right? Some people stay in the A lane, some people yeah. stay in the B lane, but it's kind of dope when somebody can weave in between the lanes and kind of marry that together. And you're like, oh, snap, like here is somebody who's like telling the story. And I'm like, bet, like I'm, I'm with you on it, mm -hmm. you know? So I think for me, that's the most impressive when I hear you, I'm like, wow. You know, and I'm engaged with the sound, but I'm also engaged with the story, right? Because a lot of time with, with hip-hop music today, with poetry, we're engaging with the, with the sound of it, but we're not engaging with the story. But when the story is something that you're like, whoa, and then they put it on that music, you're like, it just takes it to a whole nother level. And I think for me, like that, that's really impressive. That's what's up. That's, that's what's really, up. I'm with that's that. really what's impressive. But but they don't know that. So <laughs> <laughs> they don't know that. So you need to give them you need to give them some of that so yeah, they, yeah. they know what I'm talking about. All right. So you want me to do something right now? I want you to do something right now. All right, all right. So we can do something right now. So uh well, you could play beats on your show that's not, you know, like it's... Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Right. So this beat ain't mine, but uh, I'm going to use this beat. My students like this beat, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. Uh, this is from a song I wrote, and yeah, I guess I'm just going to do it before my phone dies. All right. And you can hear it good like that? That's fine. Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, shout out to all the listeners on Say It Loud. Yeah, it's Intikana with Karen. You know what's up? Alright. Um, yo. 
Christopher Columbus wasn't the one who discovered us Africans were here before Italy knew who Vespucci was Before a Sanskrit symbol became a swastika Before prophets in the Torah wore a yarmulke Prior to messiahs from Nazareth becoming popular Prior to the Mayans designing the mighty calendar Yeah, before Hannibal taught Spain what's a conqueror Before virtues were learned during the month of Ramadan I never hold me down, but rather hold me up Homie, you don't know the God I be, I hold my own To the day fire cremates my skin and bones I'ma donate blood, sweat and tears to the microphone They say this journey of life is a lonely road But the greatest lesson I learned was show your homies love Even though I'm a loner, all we got is us I'm trying to find my way home, but I guess that's what karma does And for the record, I ain't Spanish just because I speak it I ain't Hispanic, Latino, or even Puerto Rican My family's from La Isla de Borinquen, soy Boricua Puerto Rican is a mixed breed I just can't conceive it If anything, I'm New Yorican And I truly mean that And I seek to raise consciousness Every time I speak it So tell me why is it fact That's measured by consensus I don't have it in me Just to satisfy your senses Latino is geographical They want to summarize this But Latin is the dead language Of the colonizers In fact, it was the language Columbus wrote inside his journal Via the middle passage On his way to colonizers Police brutality isn't new They just modernized it Marginalizing the youth Through false advertising Words have roots, so study your etymology, Egyptian ideology, stolen by Greek philosophy, mythology, embodying origins of our ancestors, plagiarized characters and confiscated passages amongst tribes, we traded our arts and sciences, astronomy, astrology, mathematics, and anthropology. Knowledge is empowering, especially when you share it, but when foreigners take advantage, they declare ownership. Nazi Germany's reoccurring in America, the SB 1070 law was just a glimpse of it. Might as well prepare to wear your Star David on your chest, on your sleeve, on your neck, at your job, on your desk. Every state is gonna wanna follow suit, but history shows us how people on the bottom do. We live in a society that's based on hierarchy, a governmental oligarchy scared of anarchy. That's why they start panicking when we're demanding things. Among many things, our cultures they're eradicating. First they stole our trust, then they took our homes, made us dig for gold, stole our precious stones, destroyed our libraries, temples, and rewrote our poems. They control our minds, now they want our souls We're in transition, or rather transformation Our souls be infinite like the shape of Saturn's rings They can never take it If the mind's a weapon, lock and load your brain with intangible ammunition You have the right to bear arms, struggle is never ending The 1960s passed the baton and now it's ours A little sum. A little something, little something Woo! for it loud. I told y'all, I told y'all. Y'all don't even know about this yet. Y'all don't know about this yet. Y'all don't know about this yet. To the ladies that are hitting on my friends, knock it off. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, what up, what up, what up? Add me at Intikana. What's good? Uh, can, can we do that? Can we do that? What? Um, where can they find you, man? Where can they find you? Uh, they can find me anywhere on social media. Just go at Intikana. I-N-T-I-K-A-N-A uh, Intikana means instrument of the sun It's a native Quechua word And basically, uh, you can go to my social media on Instagram, Facebook, all the social media platforms You can also go to intikana.net, which is my website You can watch my videos, you can download my music I got new projects coming soon I just released an album last year I'm gonna release another album, I would say within a month or so God willing um, but I got another album just about ready. We're in the studio. So, yeah, come hit me up. Say what's up. 
exotic what is that exotic hairdos yeah. what up <laughs> <laughs> she's in love she's in love how the, you doing um so yeah so really quickly because we we going live now but see the live look, look yeah look, it was look, good y'all loving you intercon they loving you so i didn't drop just and we're going live here and here like we got mics yeah, everywhere yeah. but just for all you people that are on live right now i didn't drop an episode because i knew i was meeting with intercona today and honestly um when we started thinking and we started talking and I heard him spit the other day, I was like, yo, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I told you this today. I was like, I'm not dropping the show. Like, I know what I want. I know what I want and I know what I heard. And I was like, I got to get you on the show. And then when I spoke to him today, I was like, nah, we not. He's going to do my drops for me. But um, I, I think- was like... Before we do these drops, you gotta come on the show and you gotta they get you gotta hear this man. You gotta she said Cameron send me his Instagram. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um but like you gotta hear this man because it's not just about the music and the and the lyrics, but it's about the whole vision and the journey when you listen to the music and I wanted to share that because that's something that I feel when I listen to, to artists and um I have a passion for spoken word, I have a passion for writing and you actually um you know, made me feel like, all right, I need to go get my notebook out hey, and I need to start writing. Hey. And I actually did a spoken word piece, but I didn't drop it because I was like, this is depressing. But nonetheless, <laughs> no, you, sometimes you like, got to get that out. I was sometimes like, nonetheless, like I, I felt like I, I was inspired, you know what I mean? To be able to like put some, some words on a paper and, and put it together. So, um, you know, you want, you want one more before we yeah, go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do, let's do, let's do one more. Right. What, what we got over here? Hey, it was good. kills the freestyles. Reyes del he Bajo does. Mundo. What up? Babo, what up? Post his IGK. So I got y'all. Intercon is actually going to be on this episode. So if you're on Safe Loud and you're following us on any of our platforms, he's going to be on the next episode coming up. I'm going to drop it by the end of the hey, night tonight. We're going to record a little bit doing? more. So we'll get the freestyles. We'll get some lyrics. We'll get the link to his website. It's going to be on my website. Um, his Instagram. I will make sure, ladies, that I post. <laughs> Are you married? You know it's going to get crazy when I interview uh, you, too. Are you mar- Are you single? Because they're, no. to they're about to eat you alive. Now, look at this, look at this, look at this. I got 60% male listeners and 40% female. And look who looking at, look at this. This is all chicks right now. It's all chicks right now. Look at this. No, look at shout, this. Out, shout outs to you know everybody. What? Y'all heifers ain't shit. You know what? Because usually it's the dudes on my show. Now, look. Um, so, yeah, all of his, all um, his IG up. will be up. His website will be up. Everything's going to be up. The album's dropping in the next month or so. When it drops, he'll let me know. I'll let y'all know. Um, and then you can also go to my website. I'll have his link up there. But you guys got to gotta listen to this. You want to do one more before we run out of time? Yeah, so uh, to everybody that's on my Facebook, I'm going to finish this because I got to get the beat from my phone. But shout outs to y'all for listening. Stay tuned to Say It Loud. Where can they find you? Say It Loud. You can go to www.sayithloud.com. So you can do that. We're also on iTunes, iHeart, Google, Spotify, whatever you, wherever you streaming, we there. The only thing I'm not on is Pandora and I got y'all. My paperwork's in. So, so the new episode is coming. This new episode is going to drop by, by midnight tonight. Woo! So you're going to have them all to yourselves. You can put it on Rewind. And right. tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's do yeah. one more before all right. we got to go. One more, one more. Shout out, shout out to everybody. One more before we got to go. All right. So, it's kind of, they loving you. That's what's up. All right. I like to hear that. Look at this. Don't y'all got jobs? It's so, the middle of the uh, day. So I had an album that I put out last year, which was very important to me. It actually was a project that I spent five years working on. 
And um, I finally released it last year. It's called Alkaline Venom. It's an album. I, uh, my producer, the producer I work with, his name is Zen Medina from Queens. A uh, really dope artist as well. And um, he really worked with me one-on-one. -on -one. We have also feature production by Breakby Lou, who's a pioneer uh producer as well as uh we have murder mook on the album if y'all familiar with battle rap uh we got stick of dead prayers on the album we got a legendary akia becca who just passed away in november i can't believe he passed away but shout outs to akia becca um von benjamin roots reggae artist super dope uh, maya asusena great friend of mine she's actually a grammy award winner artist super ill um mireya ramos who played uh violin on one of the tracks oh, wow, that's dope yeah, she's super dope. She actually won a Latin Grammy or was nominated for a Latin Grammy. And uh, who else we got? We got uh, Chris Rivers from the Bronx, you know what I'm saying? BX. Um, BX, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Keith Murray is on the album. I love Keith Murray. And this track that I'm going to do, I'm doing the track that I do with Keith Murray. I'm just doing my part. Um, but it's called Knock Knock. If any of you like it, just go to YouTube, look up my YouTube channel, Intikana TV, and... It's one of my videos. It's called Knock Knock. All right, here we go. All right, it's kind of, I got to go to class. We could do a whole hour. Look, <laughs> we could do a nice. whole hour. Um, we could do a whole hour show with this. That was um, good. That was good. This. Yeah. So. Um, you had me do a whole concert. So, rewind. You know how to rewind the and come again. <laughs> come again, selector. All right, here we go. Here we go. I don't know what happened there. It must have been too much. Alright. This that knock knock, who is it? Uh Hey yo, never will I give up. Defense with my chin tucked, breaking down the doors, dog going for the big pups, free them on the island. Look at how they took us, no diamonds on my neck, nah, just diamond push-ups. 50 in the clip, yep. Inspiration push a 5-0 in the bushes. They don't give us books, they book us. Yeah, the pole pose crooked, but y'all already knew that. Cruise clash with they bootstrap when the news flash. I'ma cruise past cause they bragging lack substance. Seinfeld flow, cause they yapping about nothing. Shout outs to my haters and the racist kramers. All the agents in the undercovers bottling. The anger, alkaline venom, or styles like mine dead em. A thousand fly lines and miles around heaven. Breaking any bones, I'm taking them out. Claiming a throne, they playing around. Been patient, I'm just thinking aloud. Meditating on changing the route. Making paper in major amounts. Checking savings and banking accounts. Raising the credit, then making the edit. Dead in the debt, debit the rest. Set up the chest, shut up and just pull up a desk. Earn success, aiming the scalps, laying them down. Taking the crown, learn from the best with a pen in the pad. I'm like piff in a bag. Quarter brick, full pound, four fifth with the mag. Fully loaded, semi automatic lyrics that zag and leave red right across your chest like the demand. Dominican flag, knock knock, who is it? This that knock knock, who is it? This that knock knock, who is it? This that knock knock, who is it? Yo, no more, don't give him no more. Yeah, no more, no more, no more, no more, no more, no more. Don't give him no more, don't give him no more. Um, look, 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 look. Uh, we, we, I got, I don't even know. I'm speechless, I'm speechless. Um, yeah, yeah, y'all gotta go to his website. Go to the Instagram. They, look, look, they loving it. They loving it. Yeah. Podcast kind of gonna drop tonight. You all gonna have that. Add me. Follow me. Follow me on Instagram. Go I N T I K A N A. That's Intikana. I N T I K A. Tell them what it means one more time. Intikana. I'm sorry. I just started chewing gum. No, that's okay. Intikana means instrument of the sun. It's a native Quechua word. Um, Quechua is a native Incan language. 
um, which if y'all know about the Tainos, um, it is very much said in uh, history that we migrated from South America um, through the Caribbean. Um, and I had actually received my name in ceremony uh, in Peru. That's where I got my name. So everybody, go follow Intacana. There's a YouTube channel. There's a website. Shout out to David. Shout out to David. I'm going to get everything up on the website for you guys. So he'll be on the podcast later. I'll make sure he does my drops and all the connection information will be there. You can go to my website. I'll have them up there. You can listen to the show. And um, yeah, we going we to Yo, much love. Time. And make sure y'all keep supporting Karen. You know what I'm saying? She's doing great work. She's working hard. She's staying focused. Yeah. And I'm really uh, happy and honored and to be a part of the show. And you'll come back when the album you invite drops. me. Yes, yes. When the album when the drops. Album yeah, drops. yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you. Got you. Got you. Thank you for sharing the energy and the space with me. I love it. Um. You're going to have to give me a little bit more heat for them, you know, that they don't get. That they don't get. I gotcha, get, I gotcha, get. I got I gotcha, a job. I got gotcha. some exclusive shit. Um, but yeah, we'll talk to y'all later. We got to go. Thank you. Um, make sure you follow Intercana. I'll talk to y'all later. All right, peace, y'all.